play a little game. Why me? You just happened to find yourself in the right place at the right time. Really? At least I'm trying things. Take showers in it? Welcome to the good, the bad, and the sequel. This is the movie podcast where we're talking sequels and we do it in two parts. The first, an interview with an actor or someone involved that made the film worth watching. And the second, a discussion of the sequel, what they got right, what they got wrong, and how it could have been better. I hope you enjoyed last week's interview, which is like almost on the year anniversary of our first composer, our second music composer with Nathan First, and which was so cool when Jamie reached out to him. Uh, you know, the last names, you don't think about it, but uh, we interviewed his brother last spring, Griffin First, and they are both sons of legendary comedic actor Stephen First. You know him as Flounder in Animal House. When I talked to Nathan, I had to tell him, your dad changed it. Like everything about comedic movies, like every movie when you watch it, you say, oh, he's like the Flounder of this. Like that's that guy, the, the fat, funny guy, but lots of fun, <laughs> great interview. Love talking to him about you know, the different levels of films you could work on and the taboo of doing a sci-fi movie and so much fun, man. Great chat, but, uh, wow. <sighs> this movie, man. Uh, so the sequel that we're covering is 12 rounds to reload it. And it's perfect timing because this Saturday Royal rumble, if you're listening to this, when this comes out, but, Whenever you're listening to it, it's January 2024, and uh, Randy Orton could be, and he's the star of this movie, which is, to me, crazy. But before I talk about any of these rounds, which <laughs> I, well, I guess we'll have to go through it round by round, uh, I can tell you one round, I think they wanted to, they forgot to film a scene, so they set a line to get rid of a round, which is pretty funny, but uh, my partner in the sequel watching journey, Jamie Riccardi. Jamie, how are you? I'm doing great, Doug. How are you doing? This uh, not good. Okay. This okay. this movie took me the longest <clears throat> I've ever done. I even started a few days before because the football game's on Sunday night. So on Saturday, I started watching it, fell asleep. Sunday night, started watching it, fell asleep. Monday, so it took, night, you, tw- it took you twelve rounds to watch it. <laughs> it took me yes. <laughs> then I finished it uh, while I was eating lunch today during work. So that that's how this movie went, and I'm sure you had a similar experience of this movie. Well, you may be shocked. So wow. So okay. Well, first of all, I don't even consider this a, a sequel because it's almost like it was like a redo. Like, isn't it? It's like the same story of the first movie, except he was a cop in the first movie. It's like it's almost yeah. the same story. So it's not. I mean, well, I, a lot I, of sequels are like that. <laughs> yeah, but not even having one character from the first movie, like isn't I that know, kind of like yeah. a rule? So okay, yeah. so here's my here's my take on the movie. So I have mm-hmm. the good and the bad, right? So <sighs> I'm gonna go start off the bad. The movie's not good, right? The movie's not good. <laughs> Nor- Norton, uh, oh, uh, hey, okay, the acting is not great. Uh, it, it, the, the, there's so many ridiculous things that really don't make sense um, oh, yeah. that they threw together. Um, and again, it's it's not a bad movie. Now the good part, and I'm gonna this is where we're, we're gonna be different. I thought the movie didn't move fast. Like it start. I mean, the action starts at the beginning and it it doesn't stop throughout the whole movie. So the movie did yeah. not drag for me. And I, you know, it, it it didn't feel like an hour and a half. It it, it actually moved. So wow. It, okay. It, it, yeah. So it's not a bad movie. I mean, I mean, sorry, it is a bad movie. But at least it was a moving bad movie. 
you know, so that moving bad Mm. movie. So that's where I look at it. So again, I didn't feel like I, I, I was, you know, stopping go a lot of the movies. I do stop a lot and take a couple of rounds. This yeah. one, I, I was. It, this one was a one round knockout, one round TKO. I like it. Yeah, and we yeah. can't be talking. We haven't covered a lot of action sequels in the last year. I think it's like we can't do it without our guest. Uh, he, I, I can't even think of all. I couldn't even name all the sequels, but I just remember memories that we've had of uh, you know Under Siege Two. That's probably my favorite one of you know Seagal <laughs> taking it upon himself to start cooking on the train and you. <laughs> And he's like a professional cook, and he throws something in the microwave and says it's, it's in God's hands now. Uh, and, of course, I'm talking about our action sequel expert, Andrew. He's got the power. Andrew, how you doing, man? Great, great, Doug and Jamie. Uh, happy to be here. Uh, great to be back. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, awesome. I feel like it's been a while, so this is, this is good. Yeah, I mean, I can't remember. I, it, the last one we've done, I, I can't remember. I mean, we had a long hiatus, but uh, we're back in action now. We good, are back good. in action. I can't think of the last one. Uh, what would it have been? I don't even know. Well, I, I think the last one involved a lot of um, bottles that Andrew was throwing in his uh, in yeah. his place. Wait, it was the Jessica uh, Alba one. What was the Jessica Alba one? Oh, Mechanic 2, really? That was that was one? It? Oh, my that gosh. a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof. So, Andrew, what was your take? <clears throat> On this, like, uh, so uh, it was a very nice Die Hard Three Enemy of the State law by the exactly, Citizen ripoff. Um, <laughs> it was, I agree with Jamie. It was fast paced. Uh, it was nice, nice cut, hour and a half in and out. Uh, the dialogue was terrible. Um, I think this is was written by Vince McMahon uh, right before <laughs> they started shooting. They probably had a great script going together, and then Vince read it right before they shot and tore it up. <laughs> And wrote every new, all new lines, <laughs> and went. All right, this is good shit. Let's do this. I, that's what I feel like he he did. Um, <laughs> and and but, and you know, you you look at Randy. He's a big dude. He, seeing him in an EMT outfit, it just didn't fit. Like I it know. just looked like he, he like. I don't. I mean, thank goodness I never needed an EMT. You know, at any point, <laughs> but it just looked like. He, like it would be better off if he was some kind of cop or something. I don't know. It's like it just didn't fit him as as an EMT. And and I I was always waiting for the part. I don't want to spoil anything, but I was always waiting for the part <laughs> where they would say, you know, he was former CIA. Former, exactly. Like, like taking was, this job. Yes. Never happened. He was just an EMT the whole damn movie. But he's very good with a gun. So uh, somehow <laughs> I it's, know. Uh, Why uh, couldn't uh, they? I wrote that. Okay. I wrote that down like so many times throughout this movie. Like. I get it. There's sometimes that you feel like, hey, we can't go too far into a backstory. Just give exposition. Just have yeah. him talking to the cop, talking to someone, even the guy in the opening scene talking about like, oh, yeah, does this remind you of Iraq? Something. But when he grabs the gun and in one shot oh, takes okay. out the security camera, I'm well, like, well, no. Th- there's even more to that with the car scene when he's shooting also. So we'll get to that. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Okay, so he- here- here's, to me, the biggest few problems that I have with this movie. So, one, the bad guy relies on a lot of luck. Oh, Dr. Plan. Evil? You mean Dr. <laughs> Dr. Evil. Yeah, yeah, right. So he relies on a lot <clears throat> of luck for his plan. Um, that's one. Two, Orton... He 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 must have broke. I don't know how many laws did he break in this movie. Oh, I know that 
she should have been arrested at the end of the movie. I don't care yeah. what happens. <laughs> um, and a lot of this could have been avoided because there was a point. So in the beginning of the movie, and, and, and again, this is the start of the movie, you know, wh- yeah. whatever his wife is being kidnapped. But there was a point when the game started before the wife was kidnapped. The cops went to the wife's house knowing that this is the, you know, the, that the wife's in danger. Why didn't they just grab her and like protect her instead of leaving her home and giving the guy, which again, I don't know how he had time to leave his lair, pick up the wife and go back. Because she was only kidnapped at the end of the movie. <laughs> well, maybe he had a henchman go grab her. But no, even in that part with Shady, which I know it's a little far ahead, but when he, when the cops go talk to her, the detective and the young guy, uh, oh. when she closes the door when they leave and she looks sad. And in my head, I'm like, oh, there's a bad guy there this whole time. Because there's another time they show her in the kitchen. She looks like kind of scared. But no. Nothing. 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 Not, nothing. Not, like there should be a, another henchman there. Oh, you know, 100%. Dr. Evil left his lair with dude, his lair, okay, oh, has a million TVs, a state of their equipment, but he's stepping in puddles. There's puddles <laughs> on the ground. And how far away is the lair that he had enough time because he kept talking to him the entire time. First of all, he somehow has cameras everywhere and I he's know. able to and he has no, no exact no helpers. That's the dumbest yeah. part. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot of dumb parts. I don't know if that's the dumbest one. There's, there's a lot. <laughs> I mean, his whole plan is pretty dumb. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, if he just wants to revenge, just you know, he can just kill them right away, right in the beginning. Like, why, why the game? Like, the game makes no sense. It makes the game's absolutely stupid. no sense. He's somebody that nobody played with as a kid, no. <laughs> and he's like, "Come on, Nick, you got to play with me." That's like his whole thing. But even okay. the first, so let's see while we're talking about the movie. Since it's called Twelve Rounds, we can find twelve mistakes or twelve. And I'll tell you the first one in the beginning of the movie, which it was so dumb, and I don't know why they did it. Maybe they did it because they needed to shoot a crash scene and didn't want to spend the money, maybe like blocking off a city block for damage or something. But the opening scene, in fact, they're leaving the movie theater, right? A movie theater is usually where there's, like, people. They're walking nope. in, like, an industrial area with their car. Like, it didn't. It wasn't even, like, in sight. And they're complaining about this rom-com. And then we see the accident that, like, sets up the whole wait, entire wait, hold movie. Hold on, hold on. There wasn't anyone else leaving the movie theater, I don't think. They were the only ones. They weren't ones. near a movie theater. That's what I mean. They were walking. It's like they chose to. Maybe Randy Orton is like cheap. Throw an exposition there. Okay. You, honey, you didn't have to spend $50 on parking. Something stupid. No, we just see them walk into this desolate area with no one. And let's be honest. There's no one in the whole movie. There's literally like there's never oh, cars on the no road. Like, I just mean, there's cop cars. no. It's just there's cop cars. Cop that's cars. It. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah. So, and, you know, he's an EMT, right? So. He's been see- he sees accidents all the time. He's I'm mm-hmm. sure not everybody makes it. Why is this accident any different than all the other ones he has that this disturbed him a year later? Like this is still bothering him a year later when he's done the same thing. That's his job. Like you know, so it, I'm sure it's not every time it doesn't always work out. Like why is this one affecting him so much? Can we well, talk he- about that the accident oh, too? Yeah. Oh, Can- oh. like because. You see two cars and they crash into each other, right? I know. What and then it say. pans mm-hmm. away, and then it comes back, and they're on fire. They're flipped over. And I go, "Where the hell does rocket propelled grenade come from?" Because there's no way that happened. From no just way. That, no way. With this shit. Okay, maybe one car, mind. if it hit the side, maybe hit the curb or something like that. Maybe one car could have flipped. Not both of them. 
Like, yeah, there's well, no way that with all that damage, the fires, and everything else, and it didn't even look like they were going that fast. No, no. To have that kind of crash. They side no, I, I, oh, yeah. Well, I have a clip for later that that's supposed to be like a chase scene. It's like a crawl scene. They're they're barely moving <laughs> in the whole scene. Yeah. It just oh my god, so dumb, man. Yeah. But no, no. The one thing again, <clears throat> this was exposition that they should because this was like an important part of the movie that they shouldn't have done a throwaway line. I think he got in trouble or something. Not not like in trouble, like he lost his job as an EMT. It's like he didn't follow some kind of protocol or something stupid. Because I think that's what was sort of like haunting him. But I feel like it was like one throwaway line because that's the dumbest part about this movie is Dr. Evil is angry because he he saved someone. How would he know? Oh, wait, I see bodies. I see cars. Let me think back on which car was causing that accident. No, you just save whoever you can. And that's all he did. Yeah, I know. He did his job. I mean, like, you know, you, and how does he not recognize Tommy? Because he's he saves oh, him. I, I mean, so and again, I understand if he's an EMT, he sees a lot of accidents, but this one in particular is the one that's haunting him. So yeah. you would think that he he would recognize everybody there. So like he should have recognized Tommy right away. <sighs> Tommy, that geez, that guy was such oh. a <laughs> typical <laughs> governor's son. Oh, right? without it, yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Can we go back to Doctor <laughs> Evil for a second? So, so, yes. so when yes. we. When we f are first introduced to him, right, he's standing in his lair, and you just see the bald head, right? And I'm thinking, oh, this is WWE Studios, right? And I'm thinking, oh, oh. here comes Jim Ross. Here comes Jim Ross. Oh, God, it's the rattlesnake. And and then they saw show his face, and it's just this goofy fuck. And I'm like, oh, God. Like, that was such a great opportunity that they just they just missed it. You yeah, know what, no, I, Andrew? I'm going to say something right now. I, I didn't like this movie at all, and – I think this, like you said, the script is horrible. Like ChatGTP, like you know, that could have wrote this. That's how bad it is if they put it together. Like all of the Die Hard three knockoffs, because that's what I thought about when I watched this movie. And I'm sure there's so many other ripoffs that you don't think of, but this one is so like yeah, get to this phone booth in time. And you're like, oh, I've seen this before. Maybe he got inspired by Die Hard three, but but he wasn't bad. I think the lines are really corny, but I think like. He did an okay job. Like, I don't know. It just, I wish he had henchmen. It was weird to see this guy who they, they didn't mention. I forgot what his career was because they kind of mentioned it one spot, but it was something was with IT. I, I, you know, oh, it was no, okay. So that makes sense. Or something like that. So, yeah. But, I mean, I mean, he's not advanced, you know, to do everything he did in this movie. Yeah. But I agree with you 100%. You know, I, I actually think he did a good, for, for being alone as the main villain. Um, I think he did very well with his yelling, <laughs> his his passion for what he's trying to do. Um, he did a good job, you know. And you know, so I, I agree with you. Um, but without a doubt, why does he not have anyone helping him? You know, that seems impossible. Like, and yeah. he know he knows weight again. If he is a computer guy, and I think he's something to a computer or whatever. He 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 could do a lot more than just that because again, when when we get to the phone scene inside the guy, how does that happen? Like oh he can also do, he can also do surgery. This guy. <laughs> that's like, a good point. Yeah. That's, that's why he should have henchmen. He right. should have someone. It would have made so much more sense because yeah, yeah. that scene. And then, uh, uh, the end when he pieces everything together, that was like so ridiculous. Well, <laughs> I mean, they, you know, the revenge factor. There's like some no. people that he shouldn't even know, like or find. <laughs> 
Like, how do you find a valet? He's how does he know who's parking the car that day or whatever? The first guy, like, it just he's able to do so much. And again, his plan is the twelve rounds. Most of it is luck. It really oh, is like yeah. it. Like he has to make sure that this person's here at this right time. The camera's right there, and and nobody in any of these businesses notice a, a random camera just on their building. <laughs> well, someone clearly hacking into, but you're right. The, there was like one that was so. Oh no! Remember when he had the one in the cl- uh, in the clock? So he like he knew the governor's son was gonna be with the prostitute in that one room that he put. Or does he have a camera in every every clock? Okay. I'm glad you mentioned that because what if for whatever reason the son decided to go to a different hotel? So the exactly. plan's over. The plan's done. Yeah, like all the right, movie's over. The movie's over. I mean, yeah, it's it is it's just ridiculous. And again, his hacking skills ridiculous. Like it's just like he's able to do everything. Like he should be working for the government then, in which he he didn't, yeah. which he wasn't. Like yeah, okay. Oh man! Before we get into like because the movie starts like next, the one line. This is why I made it seem like I, that I felt that he like messed something up on that scene, which they didn't really talk about it. But she said the line of, uh, you're not that guy anymore, Nick. It's okay. It's been a year. So I'm like, well, what guy are you? He <laughs> was a hero. And, yeah. So like, that's almost like insulting. Like you're not the hero anymore. All right. Like, like, yeah, that, that, that made no sense at all. That made no sense. Oh my gosh. Okay. In this opening scene, when he gets the first phone call, and again, why is he answering the phone? What does it say on the call already? Doesn't it say unknown or uh, maybe? Well, why would the that make was, him answer? The, the phone was on yeah. the guy, right? It was on the 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 guy with the bomb in his stomach, right? Wasn't that that was that the, where the phone was? Oh was that, no, we, no, oh, so no, maybe, no, no, because he knew to go there. He knew to go there. Oh wait, wait. We're talking about the hotel, or are we talking about the? No, no, no. The guy, oh, yeah, the guy. We're, we're, we're on round one. We're on round one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're past that. Good. 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 So, okay, so, so he, so he got a call to know to go to the spot where the guy was hurt. Yes. Got yeah. It. And okay. he All knew right. that they were going to get the call. Like again, they could have been getting coffee at that point. Somebody else. They're, yeah, like you said, there's. It's like this. It's like scream. It is. People got to be in the right place at the right time. Yeah. Or Ghostface wouldn't kill people. No, but yeah. When when they do go there and they see the guy with the phone in his chest, they don't seem that concerned about it. Like that's not that's not normal. Like I mean, and it looked like it was lit up. Like it literally, there was lights coming through his chest. So like they didn't even question that. They were just like looking and like they're treating him like he was like hit by a car or something like that. That's like (laughs) like to me like that should be like that should be like a a sign of like all right, there's something fishy going on. (laughs) This guy has a phone (laughs) sewn into his chest. I mean, and he's which, l- he's lighting up like he's a, which, uh, like a a doll or something. <laughs> did he have scars there, or was it just his phone? It looked like it was just the phone in there. Like you would think there would be like mangled stars in the square where they he pulled out like you know he did his surgery. I feel like it looked like he swallowed it. Like that. Like it looks like there's <laughs> or, like or Doctor Evil is a you know a world renowned surgeon, and he's so good at you know making it so you don't see any stitches or something. But yeah, no, they weren't even alarmed. And the fact that he answered the phone, yeah, and that's okay. Like, and he, and he left, and he left, and he left the scene of helping this guy to answer the phone. Okay, okay. And how did the guy get there? 
Was he dropped off by? I'm guessing Doctor Doctor Evil. Evil. But who dropped him off? You're you're telling me his is this is this whole movie take place within a block? So he was able to drop that guy up, call nine one one, and say, "Hey, there's this weird guy in the alley," and then get back to his lair because he's in his lair. Yes, throughout the rest of the movie until he has to move to uh, about wait. Do you think the guy with the phone in his chest used that phone to call? <laughs> yeah, could you imagine? <laughs> yeah, he sews them up and he 911 speakerphone zip. <laughs> okay. All right. He puts his Dr. Evil's heads on the guy's stomach and he's like, Yeah, I'm over on so and so. But just the fact that he gets out of the ambulance and he's having this conversation, he realizes this guy can see him, which would yep. freak me out. He seemed very calm. And yep. then the, what does he say? He does a countdown or just does he even give a warning? He, he gives him some – I forget, too, because he gave him some kind of warning so he can yell yeah. to his buddy, which when he does yell to his buddy, he doesn't seem that concerned. Like, he's like – I know. He's, walk, he's, like, walking out. First of all, he couldn't hear. Fine. But then when he finally hears, he gets out, and, and he's still walking. You can yeah. see that Ort is screaming, like, move. And the guy's like, huh? Like, he was just acting yeah. so stupid. Huh? Like, what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again – you're 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 talking about a guy that has a a, a a cell phone inside of his body that's you know like protruding, yeah. and and your and your your buddy's screaming at you to run, you know maybe you should run. Yeah. Then he's on fire, his face is burnt. No, we don't see him for the rest of the movie. No, no, but he's still alive. Supposedly, he presumes he's alive. He's a presumes. Yeah. yeah. No idea. I mean, he didn't even wait to see, like, wait for for help to come. He just left him. So I'll see you later. But uh, yeah, that was that. What a good partner. Now, does and, he know at this point? Does does he know yeah. at this point that his wife is in danger? Yeah, he mm. mentions it right away. Doctor yeah. Evil okay. mentions that right away. So why didn't he quickly <clears throat> drive to his home and just make sure, like, take care, tell his wife to go somewhere else or something like that? Well, I think this is when he started the game. Like, we're gonna play a game, no, right? He but, starts but, driving. And then he but tells the, him about the bomb, right? But he doesn't know that his wife, I mean, his wife's home yet. Like, he didn't, he said something could happen to your wife. So yeah. go straight home. Like, like well, or I guess once somehow, the bomb was on the car, he didn't want to bring a bomb to his house. All right. You, you can't call, say, get out of the house as soon as you can. <laughs> I mean, he could have yeah. given her some warning or something. But all right. So, so this is round, start around two. The second silliest thing was I know sometimes people can escape in the nick of time. But when he's running out, he runs out of the fence, and the cop car, the other ambulance and cop cars pull like right past him, and like you can see their lights on him. And I'm like, oh, they wouldn't think it's suspicious that a guy's running from a bomb that just went off and nothing. And and he's and again, he's he's very easy to spot. He's a big dude, so I mean, like you know, like that's 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 even worse. Like it's like you know, why is this guy running? You know, from something. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god, dude! He has so many lines, like the bad guy. I tried to write down, and I didn't want to do too many. But one he says, he says to him, "Hey, I have your wife, and you need to settle up, right?" Because remember, it was all about uh, writing the, the scales, uh, the scales, yes, writing the scales, balancing the scales. And then he says, "We're gonna play a game," and that, and then one line he says, because Randy Orton says like a blow off line to me. He goes, "That's exactly what it did to me." And he starts like yelling. Like, wow, dude. This he does a lot of yelling in the movie. He does do he a does. lot of yelling. 
<laughs> he has some good lines, man. He, no, he, I think he did a bang up job. I've never seen him in anything else. Maybe this is like his one shot. Again, it's for WWE Studios, not like trashing it, but I'm sure a lot of times if you nail the role, I don't know if you're going to yeah. go up to the next thing, but he was good. I think he was a lot yeah. better how than many I people, How many people watch this movie? I mean, I, I guess enough people that they made a third one. So, yeah. And who's in the third? The third one is Dean Ambrose. Who's that? Is that, is, is that another wrestler? Another yeah. wrestler, yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Just like the Marine Three and Four is like one of them the was Miz, right? uh, the Miz, Mr. Ken, the Miz. But was Mr. Kennedy in one of these movies? I feel like Mr. Oh, Kennedy okay. was in one of these movies. I don't know which. I one. I think the Miz was in a few Marines. I think he, oh, yeah. he. Yeah, I still, I still laugh that he, he started off on the MTV Challenge. Right, you know, yeah. road, road, real world, it's amazing, real world, All right. unreal. So yeah. then, the, so now we're on the, when he's in round two. So this is where he has. Uh, oh wait, you know what? We forgot. So how is he able to get the video feed? Is it on the cell phone, or is he? Or, or do we see Doctor Evil just watching the screen? But there's a gun that's pointing at the wife in the house. Right? No, it wasn't. No, because the cops didn't even go there yet. They, there was no. I don't think that. I think the wife has been fine all this time. Yeah. I never sensed she was in danger once. No, I know, but I thought there was something of the guy looking at. It. Eh, maybe not. I don't know what uh, the hell. You know. You know. I got to tell you, these clues that he gets in this movie. There's no way he figures them out. Oh, I like know. Yeah, I know. three three matches. Oh, round three. There must be you know like or or the you know like all these clues that he figures out. There's no way. You know that he figured which room he finds exactly the room he well, needs to no, go to. Well, no, I could guess that one because it was really easy. The guy made it pretty easy. It's round four, the fourth floor, room forty-four. Okay. So, so he knew. He knew. Wait, he knew the guys what's around his neck. That's what you got to grab. Well, no, I, I don't think that. Or the oh, okay, tattoo. So, uh, he's the tattoo on his arm. Okay. How about okay, when he wait, grabs wait, the wait. glove? The glove's my favorite one. He's like, "Give me that," and he grabs it. And he's like, one, two, three, four, five. This must be round five. I'm like, no. <laughs> don't don't all gloves have five? <laughs> I know. He had a cabinet. Wait, wait a second. Do they sell gloves if people have missing fingers? I would hope so. I would, I would so you, custom. So if someone has like fingers, like if they're missing like the two middle fingers, but have the two outside, you have, you think they sell gloves like this? Yeah, devil <laughs> horns, man. <laughs> okay. All right. They have all right. to do that. I'm sure if somebody has one leg, I'm, I'm sure they have ever, to. They're... Where have you seen it? Have you ever seen it anywhere? I'm I, sure a specialty seen... store. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen gloves on on uh, you know displays everywhere. Never seen any less than five fingers, or <laughs> unless they're unless they're mitten. It's like the mitten combos. Mitten. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's out, how you right? do it. Yeah. See, the mittens have it right. Like a mitten, you can sell to anyone. Gloves, you really can't, because then you have the it's like flapping <laughs> in the wind. I I want to know who invented the mitten because like I feel like it's the dumbest thing ever. You can't do anything with the mitten. You can't pick up anything. You can't do anything with the mitten. Like, what was the point of that? Like, why couldn't they make that into a hand? <laughs> the, mit the mitten is awful. Maybe they weren't good at sewing the fingers and they just gave up. No, like, oh, let me close it off. And somebody's like, hey, that's not too bad. Okay. That's, it just, I don't know. I think the, I think the mitten is worthless. Because once you get one mitten on, it's hard to get the other one on. Because you can't, you don't have any fingers. Yeah. <laughs> All right. so, so we alluded to this earlier, but like he the the next round is when he is in the car. 
Right. Is he in the car right away? Or is this when he's he in the car, the car and then he gets no? Well, he's in, in the, the car garage, and then he gets right. And, no. Well, he gets out of the car in the street first because then he starts looking for the bomb. Oh, okay. And then the guy somehow again exactly where he stopped. The guy knew. Doctor Evil knew that he stopped in the middle of the road. Like he did. I want to yeah. know how, how many cameras this guy put up. You know, like <laughs> I mean, like I mean, and I, I know that they. I think they said that he he. I guess he quit his job. He took a severance and like put all his money into this. So his plan was after his wife died is to spend all his money on electronics and cameras and revenge. Yeah, yep. and then killing and himself in a fiery glory. So <laughs> he, he became a mass murderer because his wife died from a car accident. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. That makes sense. She'd be proud. Of, like... When he said, wait, when he said that later in the movie, that like, so you're talking about these two psychopaths that were married. And like, yeah. you know, like, so this is not their first killer because I mean, like that she, this is what she would want that yeah. me to kill a kid and uh, his father and like the whole, like, that's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So then this is where, yeah. And then once he tells me to finally get back in the car, or I'm going to hurt your wife. And then, and then Randy Orton's like a stunt driver because he does like a sweet oh. turn yeah. and then it parks right in front of the hotel. Right. Mm-hmm. So How did he know to go to the hotel? I don't. Was that the matches? Oh, maybe. Yeah, but but that, but that was going. So so was round three just getting to the hotel? I think so. I think it was. Because round one was definitely the ambulance. Was round yes. two finding the car? Maybe round I, two I, was finding the car. His rounds all blended in together because I feel he like there's get, some. Yeah, he doesn't understand. I would think one round would be like a full thing, like getting yeah, in the like, car like, and going like, somewhere. Like he like in uh, Die Hard Three, Die Hard Three. Like each round was something very specific, you know. And they like this is like literally all right. Round one, the ambulance. Round two, just driving. Round three, finding the hotel. Round four is in the hotel. Like it, yeah. like they did just go too quickly, and and I don't even recall. Did he ever do all 12 rounds? Because I feel like there was a couple rounds that might have been missed. Uh, well, yeah, we'll talk about the one that okay. was sort of I, missed. I feel, like he, I feel like he just got – he stopped doing rounds at a certain point. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, my right. God. In this hotel – Andrew, how much do you think they charge per hour at this uh, <laughs> oh, it was uh, It was bizarre. Oof. Downtown Chinatown. Uh, I think that was uh, probably probably like ten bucks an hour. I mean that ten bucks. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't. And and again, you you know all all these creepy hotels always have like a some kind of idiot behind the counter, like just always. Like a sl- this is like a college scum- douchebag, like yeah, twenty yeah. year old. Always. Absolutely. Yeah. So so like, okay, sorry, so you're man. Te- <laughs> so you're telling me, Doctor Evil got this guy involved also. Because he had to flaunt the, the key or whatever that's around his neck. So how, like, how, how did he get this guy involved? Like, I, I would love to see that. Like I said this when I, we talked about Scream Two last. I kind of would love to see maybe if some people want to. Yes, like see yeah. him walk up and be like, "Hey, how you doing? My name's Doctor Evil, and uh, here's fifty bucks. Put this around your neck. Some guy, my buddy's gonna come here. He, you know, we're gonna mess with him a little bit. Like maybe something like that. Nothing. But but the but the kid seems clueless about what happens later. So like like yeah. I want to know what the conversation was that this kid knows that all right, there's gonna be a guy looking for a key. It's like a game we're playing, you know. And I, like 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 because he looks completely clueless about the whole thing. 
Yeah. And you're, you know what? It would make sense if he was involved because it takes away what we said earlier. How did he know what room to use? Yep. Again, he still has to go to that hotel. So maybe he's talk. Maybe he convinced the hooker to, to, you know, get this guy to go to this hotel. He tells the guy at the desk, Hey, when this kid comes in, Room 44. <laughs> like, there's so many things. He had to like convince oh. so many people. And I bet you some of these things he'd be like, oh shit, I forgot to talk to the other guy, the doorman. I gotta I gotta get everybody involved. Ridiculous. And and how do you know that Tommy had a tattoo of a smiley face? <laughs> I know. Because he had the exact tat the, the smiley face on the door. Oh yeah. It was on it was like, did, on the do not maybe he did that purposely. So maybe but Tommy is such a drug alcoholic. He's like, oh, smiley face room. Cool. Okay. The only time he would have met Tommy, it was probably in court. And Tommy, probably. I'm sure, was not flaunting his, his smiley face tattoo. So how would he know that he's got a smiley face tattoo? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Instagram? Right. He's beach photos on Instagram or something. Dark Evil was okay. like, all right, smiley face. <laughs> that, Jamie, this isn't like the 40s or 50s. It's like, yeah, they, they figure that out. It's like, oh, people post everything now. You're like, oh, where's he have a mole? I don't know. Dr. Evil doesn't seem the type to go on Instagram. He's a he's a Twitter guy. <laughs> no, no, he's more MySpace. My oh. <laughs> you have to give it to him though. He is the ultimate cock block, right? Because that guy was, I mean, he didn't even get it in. He was, he was like, you know. He was in the the foreplay, so he didn't even let him finish. He no. kind of blocked him like pre uh, activity. I, that was that was really a, a dick move. How how did he know that that was what he needed? Was him? How did he know it wasn't the girl? Well, he saw uh, the tattoo in the arm. Oh, he, he did see that. That's what. because yeah, he started rummaging through the room and like throwing shit around, and then right, right. right. And then, well, Dr. Evil gave him a line. He said, sometimes, here's a, he goes, here's a clue. Sometimes what you're looking for is staring you right in the face. And the kid was looking at him, and then he saw the tattoo on his arm. Oh, he did? See, I, didn't, I didn't think he saw the tattoo. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just I mean, he That's, just guessed a lot in this whole day. Of movie, no, he 100% right? just, guessed a lot. Just, but, but he never guessed wrong. He always <laughs> guessed right. They went the whole movie. He nailed it every time. He did. I, I love how Tommy started acting tough to him. When, when oh. like Tommy's a skinny little guy. I mean, first of all, Norton did throw him around a little bit, and then he's acting tough like to him. Like, what is he gonna do? You know, like yeah. <laughs> okay. My God, man. But then, but then, you know, the only thing that does make it a little better is I think Orton is so good on the mic in wrestling, in front of a, a live audience. He just seems so like robotic. Is that he was very stiff? Yeah, yep. man. Yeah. Well, I looked up his IMDb and he really hasn't made any other movie since, or like, oh, and he, does, he really didn't make any movie before this. I think he might have been in one other thing. So clearly, they felt that you know he does not have a future in uh, acting. Yeah, I think if they at let the same him, time, yeah, if, if, if they let him write his own promos, I think it would be better. If they had him write Maybe. his lines, I bet you it would it turned out so much better. But this is probably you know Vince McMahon writing all those freaking lines. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they just had a pre he had prime opportunity for like those uh lines even though this is a different type of movie it's not like even like Die Hard 3 how many people did he really kill in that movie right it wasn't really that many he was just trying to save people so it wasn't and they were like still one liners and they were and they were still one liners yeah. so he oh no yeah he, he absolutely could have done some couple of one liners just just to make his character have some kind of personality like he really None. had nothing he was he was dry like he was just yeah. oh. 
Yeah. He okay. was only good a little bit with Tommy. That was like the only thing. Yeah, but but uh, but was it Tommy or is it him? Because I think Tommy did a good job of being such a scumbag. Like you know, oh, so yeah. like Tommy was good. So like I don't know if it was really like him. Like I think it was, I think without Tommy, he's totally lost. Like he's just yeah. Like, no, I, you're right. Yeah. Okay. But they made a he, they, their combo made it a little more enjoyable. And then like all these movies always have the old grizzly uh, detective. In this case, it's a woman, and her first line in the movie. Do you know what it is? She says, "She." Well, it's her first two lines. She's at the at whatever scene it is. I'm trying to think. Oh yeah, they're at the ambulance. Yeah, the ambulance. Yeah. And the one guy talks about like. You pulled me off the governor's case for this, and he's like, "You got to see this." And she's like, looking like kind of disgusted, like you're wasting my time. And then she, somebody says, "C four," and she says, "C four." Now you got my attention. <laughs> but you know what, though, I didn't mind her. I I did her. like her. No, she. Was I said, she. I think she did good. Her partner was the worst cop ever. Like oh. he would, he was throwing uh, Orton under the bus the entire, without even looking at any evidence or anything else. He was so against, like, like what, like she was like, like trying to solve what's going on, and he was just like, eh, you know, like he was just awful. Like I don't know why, yeah. like they were even together. Yeah. Well, we find out later why he. No, is I know, there. but you know what? I thought he was. <laughs> I thought he was like a henchman, like a real henchman. Like I yeah. know what you know. I know he had a little money in the pocket, but I thought he was like really like a bad guy and trying to sabotage the entire. That thing. made so sense. That would so have made that more sense. Been better. Yeah, correct. He needs Correct. help. Yes. Like you made Dr. Oh, Evil. Like Clearly, he doesn't need help because he yeah, does. He, <laughs> he does a great job by himself. He's a so. great guesser. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's like Orton. He's like sometimes the what you're looking for is staring right at you, and then he's like, "You mean Tommy?" He's like, oh, "You were looking at him." Yes. <laughs> he's so excited about. And again, what if, what if Orton grabbed the girl by accident? He didn't see the tattoo, and he grabbed the girl. Now he's like, he's got a hooker with him the entire way. Now that the whole plan is done, like it's a different does he skip kind of movie? Does he skip a step now? Like, how does he get back to, you know, because Tommy is one of the end steps. Like, his plan wasn't really thought out. Well, like, if a, if a, if a step doesn't work out, what do we do? Who are you going to sub that, Is yeah, there a backup? Yeah, nothing. Is there... No, his, yeah. his plan is my, my, my steps are going to work. The stages are going to work no matter what. We're going to rely on luck, and it's going to happen. And it happened. Yeah. There was no plan. There was no backup plan. None. And one more thing about the, the lady detective. Was when she walks up and she's talking to the young douche detective and she goes, hey, how about we, uh, do you guys notice this camera? Let's make sure we find out if we can get the footage from it. And then the guy's like, you guys didn't notice that? I'm like, it's huge. How did not anyone notice it? And there's nothing on the wall but the camera. Nothing to block like it. Yes. <laughs> and it's not a normal camera that you would have like, you know, that that's like surveying the parking lot. Like it's a different kind of camera. So yeah. it's totally noticeable. Uh, we we, we kind of went over. We we missed this part here at the hotel. How about this the sex montage of of Tommy oh, and the girl? Yeah, like it, it was so out of the blue, and it was just going on for like a couple of minutes. Like, and then that's Vince what he, was on set that day for when they filmed that <laughs> again. That's good shit again. <laughs> it's like that that uh, that meme of him in the chair, you know, when he's uh. Oh. When he's, uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. A, that's with Stacy Keebler, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> here's a, a line here's a line that was definitely i don't know if like it was just written this way or orton read it wrong but he says if anything ha- happens to my wife i will fuck you up so hard <laughs> it's just <laughs> yeah i how do you, you know say, how do you leave that line in the movie like that's not even oh my god i know and you know, I mean, honestly, there's times when the the Doctor Evil comes across like a like a nice guy because he he keeps helping, he keeps helping him. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. he's helping him like like you know, at least with John was it no no not Jeremy Irons from uh, yeah. uh, Die Hard. Like he really was like if if they didn't solve something, he blew something up. Like there was no there was no penalty because I feel like they missed a couple of timelines in the, in the in the in the stages. And he was still just one of, you know, like, across, like, there was no penalties at all throughout the whole movie. No, no innocent people died. Well, I guess they couldn't no. afford the extras because <laughs> no, no, no innocent. No, none of that was... happened. Correct. <sighs> so ridiculous. So this is round five now because this is where I wrote, he picks up the glove. And then that's after he says one, two, three, four, five. And then he goes, there must be something inside. And then, dude, this whole thing at this point, then I was trying to figure out like who's who because I don't remember Tommy at that crash. Even though, like, when they do the flashback footage, I think they just showed it different. So we saw other people a lot better. But when uh, Dr. Evil had pictures of Tommy on his computer up, and I was like, oh, I wonder what that is. And then one time they cut back, it said the governor's. And then from earlier in the movie, well, not that long before, but the detective talked about, oh, it was on the governor's case. So I was right. like, oh, are all these things involved like is that what we're gonna get from this is this where they go to the crash site is, uh they're almost five? there this is when they find out the hey whose car is this Read oh, okay, the registration right. oh i know right. her that's my lawyer and they go and she's dead in the tr- at first first of all the lady in the trunk looked nothing nothing like his no, wife nothing and when he opened it he's like oh. yeah and he's like oh and, my wife. and they pulled over in the middle of nowhere, on the I way know, to the and, next, and no, and nobody stopped or anything, and it was like no. the cars were barely like driving. <laughs> Ridiculous. And Doctor Evil knew they pulled over. How do you see? So he he randomly had a camera there too, or he has GPS well, on every well, single thing. So Tommy, remember he's on parole. He has the oh uh, the, no, uh, but it was turned off. Well, it was turned off for the cops. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Doctor Evil. Can, yeah. He knows that he has a he can two way channel it. I guess he can tap into the, the the cops into everybody's. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my gosh! Okay, <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> okay, is it <laughs> or is he the best bad guy ever? Uh, he might be, although his plan did fail at the end. But so okay, so what was the point of having the body in the car though? Because he didn't want them to stop and look in it. He just doesn't have time to get rid of it. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, Remember, he's not such a tight time. Because he's because he himself. Was, he's a one man yeah. show. <clears throat> that, that is because he really like he he was a, he was mad they got out of the car. He was mad they were like stopped. So like he didn't. Th- that was not part of the plan to, for them to see that. That's true. No, he didn't. He didn't get. He, he didn't guess that one right. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> everything still worked out from that. You know what? I, the the whole thing with. Just the ankle thing to me. There, there's oh. so many like I, random things like throughout this movie. It's like it should have ended because when he gets pissed off in a little bit, I know it's and not too long, but while I'm thinking about it, when he gets so pissed off, he goes, 
That's it, boys. Turning his ankle thing back on. You guys are have 90 seconds to get out of there. And I'm like, wait, if he can't finish your game, it's over, right? And you don't get exactly what you want. You want him to get arrested? And he said no cops involved in the beginning. He didn't want any cops around. (laughs) So now he's bringing the cops there. And and again, he... He has a lot of threats, but he does nothing. Like, again, he's yelling at them to get back in the car. They're taking their time. They're studying this body. They're looking like they're totally ignoring him. And there's no repercussion. Like, he, he, you know, then they get back in the car and they go along the way. Like, he really, if you miss a stage, there's nothing happens. Nothing. But he was funny. This is a good line of him because when they're ignoring him and then Nick hangs up on him and then the phone rings. In the in the woman's uh, like jacket, he opens the phone. And it's Doctor Evil, and then that's when he starts getting a little angry. He so little he's able to tap it. into anybody's phone. <laughs> yeah. you can tap, like, is it possible to tap into someone's phone without knowing their phone number? No, he probably has all the numbers. He did all the research. He went Ow. to her office. He took a business card. Okay, okay. okay. Now, I'm assuming this is. In a matter of a year's time. Yeah. Right? He okay. was busy. And, and then you figure after the accident, there was a mourning period. He, he had no plan at that point. So it didn't start right away in a year. So let's just say it took him six months to devise this plan. Get it? Get them everything in motion. Have multiple kidnappings. You know, because he, he kidnapped a bunch of people. He kills a bunch of people and installed tons of cameras throughout the whole city. In six months. <laughs> okay. All right. Can you imagine? Like, that's what I want. The movie of that. Of that. I'm like him hatching the plan, getting on a ladder, putting up a random camera in an alleyway. Like, there was no because business the, there. Th- this is a very detailed plan. I mean, like, detailed, you know, beyond belief. So, the fact that he was able to devise this, come up with this plan, like out of the blue, and 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 again, how much time did he have to do all this in a year? Exactly. I want to know took, what his. I, it would take forever. I want to know what his first two plans were. Like you know, like <laughs> this might this might have been the third plan, right? You know, but yeah. like, was the, what was the first plan? Like, do we like just kidnap Tommy, just torture her for a month? No, nah, that's not good enough. Let's let's. <laughs> what, like, what other plans do I have? Like, like I wonder, like if he had multiple plans, and this is the one he decided on. He was like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna do four things to it. We'll call it four quarters and be like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> twelve rounds. Let's do twelve rounds. Like it wasn't even a boxing fan. Like I would love if they gave him like these exposition speeches of just going. Crazy is he had a really good voice and delivery. He was like talking about being a boxing fan. I don't, it's just something like there was just like, hey, I'm going to pick this arbitrary number and thing to do yeah. oh, you. I was like going to say, 12. so what's the significance of 12? 12. Like why 12 rounds? 12, why not 12 jurors? Oh. He, said, he said to 12 jurors, if, if Tommy had stood trial, there would have been 12 jurors deciding his fate. So he's doing 12 rounds to make up for that. Oh. But you just solved you just solved the whole movie. You know yeah, what? This movie is Oscar nomination. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up. Oh my gosh. All so right. now 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 we're at what you said the, now we're at the car crash when they're answering the phone. And this is like very die hard with a vengeance. Yeah. He tells them where to go to, right? And then and then he realized when he gets there and this is when uh 
he tells everything like Tommy killed my wife and we get the whole flashback of everything. And dude, Nick goes nuts on Tommy. Again, Tommy's a piece of shit. Like really. Yeah, but 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 what it, what <laughs> like, Tommy like so this is obviously something major that happened in Tommy's life. You don't think he would have known when he's a, a block away? We're near the crash site. Like he had to walk. He had to walk around a little bit and say, "Hey, I recognize this place." Like he didn't know where he was. I mean, like he he basically killed someone there. He you know he almost died himself. You're not gonna remember the area that was that you're in. Okay. Would it be great if he was like going through? Man, was it like did I have my first kiss here? <laughs> oh no, me and my me and my old man were fishing right over there, right? Cast that we caught something. Oh no, I remember I murdered a lot of people here, right here. So I was dumb. drinking in like a really funny flashback drinking scene where people were just giving me drinks. They were they were spending their hard-earned money on a $20 martini and then pouring it in my mouth randomly. He was like a celebrity when he's just fuck he's the governor's son. Okay, okay. If he was a rock star son, then it's like right. more plausible. But I don't think people are like, Hey, I can't wait to go hang out with like Chelsea Clinton, like you know, like or Jenna Bush. <laughs> Those those like flashback scenes were such filler, like they were oh, not yeah. necessary for the movie. Like you you already know that he's <clears throat> that he's a druggie drink you know drinking all the time. Like do you really need to see him partying for? And, and like it was a while. Like they showed that like club scene for a while. Like it was just such filler. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so now we're on round seven, and this is where Doctor Evil. This is where I don't even know what round seven was at this point, because I don't think it was just getting to that spot, right? Well, I but think they skipped seven. They went to eight. No, he, I think he said, yeah, he did. He said round seven's a loss. I'm trying to think what they did. Oh, because they stopped the car maybe or something. So he turned on the anklet. So that's one, that's the first skipped one. So the punishment is just turning the anklet on. So the that cops the are on him, which ruins his plan. That's the main thing. He's hurting himself by doing that. Like, wait, okay, wait a second. We we skipped a whole lot of stuff, by the way, at the hotel. How about the guy, on. the security guard? The, the, oh, like, big, big the guy you can see his face. Big boss. Yeah, man. I, yeah. I, I thought it would have been big boss. Is, was man, it big? Yeah. Was it no, him or no? no, no. Oh no! Because I, I was I was wondering because it was a big guy, so I thought it maybe it was another wrestler, you know. But yeah, I mean, like the fact that one Tommy had a chance to escape, and he still couldn't while while he's fighting this guy, Tommy. He was still able to catch up to Tommy. Well, he probably still well, had no, time no. on well, the hooker, Tommy right? chose to run past him. Yeah, 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 and not run out any other exit. Which <laughs> okay. I don't know if there's other right. ones, but he ran right into him, and then Randy Orton tackled him. Is this where they escaped all the cops that surrounded the hotel? Was it? Was it? What building was it where the, all the cops surrounded everywhere, and somehow they were the able to? Oh, parking deck. Parking deck. I think that was a little later. Oh, right? the parking. Yeah, that's okay, the okay, next okay. scene. Right. That's like the right, next one. After the okay, okay. turned on. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You no, know, like okay. the big guy that fight scene was so ridiculous because, yeah. again, like Randy Orton was just. I get it. You have to uh, show that he's just like this normal guy, but guess what? He's not a normal guy. He's like no, he's kinda, not a normal guy. He's jacked. He's you know like what? Chiseled, but no, he's he, he is a wimp because even at the fight scene in the car later on, the guy's oh. driving with one hand and he's holding Randy Orton down with one other yeah. hand by his neck, and, and yeah. Orton can't get up. Like so, he's really like you know he's just like he's like an average Joe. That's that's six five, uh, you know, two hundred and forty pounds. That's all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Oh, man, but when they get surrounded, man, when they're just, oh, my God. So this is like the only clip. I hope it comes okay, through. Wait, are you going yes. to the parking garage? No, it's not even when they're at the parking garage. It's when they, when it was actually kind of funny when Tommy was like, good, man, you're going to make the right decision. And, and then Randy Orton, because he thought Randy Orton was going to like get out of the car. And then he just starts backing up. But no, even before oh, yeah. that, I forgot oh. about the other part. When the two cops, when he beats up the cop. Oh, all of the first, cops. All yes. of them. Yeah. Oh my God! That, that that's not jail. Like I don't care for what reason you're you're assaulting police officers. I and mean, he, like and that's... he manhandles them easily. Oh, easily manhandles. Okay. Easily manhandles cops. two cops, but he he can't get out of a chokehold while a guy's <laughs> driving, you know, uh, a car. You know, because he does fine with that. Yeah. I mean, and how does Tommy get out of the restraint? <laughs> I don't know. Because he his hands were tied or zip zip tied. Yet he was running, and somehow, as he started running, his hands came free. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> I just thought oh, it, that, I I I thought at first I don't know if you guys thought this. I thought they were part of his plan because still at this point, I thought some people must be helping him. It was, was just hoping. so convenient that Tommy's running <clears throat> and the cops are parked there. Yeah. Uh, again, more luck. This guy, Dr. Evil, relied on luck throughout the – his whole plan was devised on luck. Everything has to happen that way or it's not going to work. Yeah. And, and yes, yeah, so when he's surrounded by the cops, he drives in reverse for a long time. This scene looked like a – it look, almost looked like a demolition derby. It was literally like he was crashing to one car. The other car crashed into him. He was spinning in circles. The other car – I'm so glad you have this. Yeah. This is so silly. This is the first group of cops that surround him. But look at the turn, like when he does like this little like whip turn, like 180, they're barely moving. Like right now they're not moving. And what road are they on that's that long? That they Because there's no other cars around. Where are the other cars? And they're in New York. They're in New York City. Yeah. This is not demolition derby. This is the demolition. This is the movie theater room. This is where everybody parks for the movie theater. Oh, there's, there's, there's a random car. <laughs> yeah. But, like, why is he not, like, wait, so where are the cops right now? Oh, this is the best part. No, but where are the cops right now? He didn't go anywhere. He just hit one. Yeah. They're, they're worried about the tracking device, but they're in a cop car. They're in a cop car, right. Yeah, that is true. And, again, where, where, how did he... Just now, how did he get alone away from the? Because literally a second before that, he hits another car. Did they, they just stop? And they're like, "All right, forget it. This is going nowhere." It's Mario like, Kart. The balloons <laughs> went away. They got hit twice, and the car is out of the game. But you're right. Yeah, it's like all of them were like, and they're like gone forever. They're gone. Right. He, they were able to, and then he, he stopped driving for it was, to try to it put was a water second. on his anklet. It, and right, Andrew, you're hundred percent right. He's in a cop car. They could they could track every cop car. So why does the ankle make a difference? <laughs> yeah, that's so oh, true. Man. All they do is one call. Hey, he's one of our cars. That's it. Oh, so dumb, so man. Dumb. Yeah. So okay. So he just assaulted how many cars? He stole a cop car, and now he crashed into multiple cop cars. These are tons of felonies just right there. So okay. And what does he get at the end? Maybe like a combination from the city? <laughs> That'd be good, right? <laughs> Unbelievable. 
a civilian. This isn't even like even like a cop. This is like a civilian. Uh, you know, uh, you know, ten million dollars in damage. But his wife's alive. Oh, okay, right. we're good. And and what did that say about the cops? That he just basically had three cops, th- at least three cops' cars, maybe four, on him, and he was it was able to get away. You're gonna like, be in my I, office at six a.m. Monday. We're practicing. Do- he, you know, he, he, he just got all the. He just got all those cops fired because they <laughs> easily. They, like he he was like. There's no way he should have been able to escape that. Okay. He gets away. Nothing. He does. Like just he does. Abs- but I do love that. The only thing I do think that's funny about the scene is when he he thinks like, oh wow, this is great. I got away from like five cop cars, and then they drive for a little bit, and they're surrounded by. 50 <laughs> <laughs> and and how far again i think you're right i think the city is very small so how far that they uh, and those 50 cop cars were stopped right like they were like waiting yeah. for him oh yeah how'd they know there he was, was gonna go group? there how they know that he was gonna go there that that road well they're good guessers too I guess. <laughs> the cops are right. good guessers so this is where he goes to the parking garage correct correct well, no, before that, garage, this yep. is when he repeats over and over and over again. He says, this can't end now. This can't end now. This can't end now. <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, yeah, I think we should get, get out. And he, oh, and then he just keeps going. Okay, so this can't end now. So let me drive into a parking lot that doesn't have a way down. <laughs> yeah. Like, wouldn't that be the ending? Like, of all the places to go with your car, like, you're going to go up a place where once you go up there, Oh, that's it. I mean, it's, it's going to end. You, there's no other way you can get out of this. Like, yeah. why would you think that's the best option you have? Like, <laughs> I wanted to know what was going through his mind that, all right, we're going to drive up the top of this parking parking garage. And then, and then Tommy goes, and then, I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't think that far. I didn't think that far ahead. I just <laughs> but how about that they're shooting at them so much? Like, at this point... They're not even accused of murder. They think he might be involved with like his ambulance blowing up. But even at this point, the woman, I don't know if it's just before this, the woman see, sees the footage. She goes, oh, that doesn't look like somebody that's, he, he right, looks like he's, he's talking to somebody. He, he, like He's staring at the camera. So he kept staring yeah. at the camera. But no, right. at this point, they're shooting at their car. The pieces are flying off the cop car. <laughs> and then once they're away, once he's able to somehow survive that, and do the 180. She goes, okay, guys, hold your fire. How did she get up there so fast? Oh, yeah, I don't get that. Did she <laughs> run through the elevator? And again, how did she know? Uh, again, I know I know it's a parking garage, so you can only go so far. Well, yeah, but right. she was just there, and that's what made them stop. They were just getting fired up by like 50 cops. But yep, one woman yep. put a gun point in it. Oh, I'm getting out. What did you bring <laughs> back up? What did she bring back? I'm like, hey, you guys, come with me. Like, like yeah. she just went up by herself as a lone wolf. But yeah, like you go to a parking garage, those elevators take forever to get to the floor you're at. So, and it moves very slow. There's no way she got up there almost faster than the car did. Yeah. yeah. We, we okay. skipped over how, do you, how this movie might or might not have taught bad guys how to turn off their uh, ankle bracelets. He's got to use a stun gun on it and make sure you don't move. I wonder if that would work. I bet you if somebody has tried that after they watch this movie. <laughs> well, if you could find the five people that watched it, hopefully one of them has an ankle brace. Well, the, the, three or us. The other two, maybe. Maybe there's a felon in there. But no, it was just so like, oh, they turned it off. That's great. 
but then this part when they, when he shoots the thing, I wrote like like we mentioned earlier. I wrote, does he have a military background? How would he nail this first shot? But but what's even crazier is within seconds she's like, okay, I believe you. Here's my cell phone. She like gives him all, within no time. She she easily would bring him to at least the station to talk to him. Like not like yeah. you're gonna believe the first thing he says, you know. That may, again, that makes no sense at all. Like, there's well, no she, way. She did have a hunch. I mean, all throughout it, when, when everyone's throwing her, him under the bus, and she's like, "No, nah, I don't think so." Right? Like, she's like, a regular EMT mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to do all this. Yeah, so but I, again, Andrew, this guy just destroyed how many cop cars? Oh, and beat like, the shit I mean, of all the cops. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, so like, she, she, yeah, I mean, fucked him. No, up. she she didn't care about him. She she yeah. could care less about. Him. And um, you're gonna give him a gun? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's. <laughs> She's like, who's and, this tall glass of water? Well, that's what I was murder? thinking. That's what I was thinking. See, but so so here's my thing. So we had 50 cop cars outside. You would think they would be surrounding the entire parking lot. How do <laughs> no. they? How do they escape? On like it looked like there was absolutely not one person in that alley. Or, or it, it seemed it seemed like it was the biggest parking garage ever. Because if you remember the yes. young detective. You go to the south exit. You go to the west exit. You, you're staying with me, and I'm like, okay. And it took them a while. And it took them a while to get up there, so it was yeah. pretty big. But somehow they didn't cover that side where he was able to. There's an alley right behind the parking lot. First of all, like a little alley, <laughs> and not one cop there. Like you had fifty. You could eat. You could have held hands and and probably circled the entire parking <laughs> lot, and now like you would have covered your entire base. Yeah. No. <laughs> Oh man! The next round, I was very interesting because this is the only time you really thought. Because I think even at this part, uh, we didn't know about the other future people that are going to die and how their connection was. But this is the part you're like, oh man, what could happen? It's like kind of like a mystery because he's like, this this rounds for Tommy only, and he like gives Tom, you know, he's on the phone, and we heard the beginning of the conversation, which was cool that they did that, and then they cut to when. Uh, you know, Nick and the detective were talking and then Tommy, we saw him still talking, but we couldn't hear anything. And that would me think like, Oh, what's he going to do? Is he going to turn on him? Like right now, it was really shady because Tommy changed his character, the way he was talking and everything. Yep. 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 Yeah. And they go to his dad's, uh, you know, the governor's sugar factory. Why'd they go there? Like what was the clue to go there? He probably just said, "Hey, moron, go to the sugar factory." <laughs> that kid, that guy's not figuring out a riddle. Okay, because I didn't, I didn't, I, I half these clues, I had no idea why they're going there. They just, they just somehow got, I, 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 I got lost in half of these clues because I couldn't follow along. I don't know how they did. Yeah. So okay. Maybe he was like, "Okay, drug addict, here's a little rhyming game, booger." And he said sugar, and he's like, "Oh man, I love some cocaine." And then he like was like. Your dad's factory, you moron. And then I love that. It was like closed down, right? That was the line. He goes, yeah, I used to come here when I was a kid all the time. Hasn't been open in ages. But Dr. Evil got sugar, like, shipped in there for the, just tonight? Tons, like, tons, tons of it. And, 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 and all the machines work. Like, if it hasn't been used okay. for ages. Uh, you know what? Like, I think anyone, you could probably be the dumbest person and and know the way a conveyor belt works. If he would have just stuck it in one of them, 
it would have like stopped the whole thing because it would have got like stuck and then nothing would happen. He's just trying to like break this box the whole time. And I love that he left the ki- he left them, twice, right? Twice, twice. Yes, he left he them twice. Him out super quick. Two of them. He goes, "I'm gonna go try to figure out how to turn this thing off," which he failed the first time, and yeah. then some something told him to go outside and find. Uh, a, a, a a truck that had the keys in it already. <laughs> I know that was working. That, that's, that I, that's working. So, but, right up. but the keys are there. I mean, like, of course, you know. Again, this factory has been used in years, but somehow that truck has the keys just sitting there for anyone to grab. <laughs> and I didn't know that if you raise the shovel part of the truck, it stops the machine because the sugar <laughs> stopped falling. <laughs> as soon as you put the like, I, it's a great idea to slow it down. But yeah. there was no more sugar falling at that point. <laughs> okay. Wait, did they steal the truck already, or was that right after this when they broke the back windshield and he hot wired it? That or that's how they got here. That's that's how, how they got, got there. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he knew he knew how to hot wire also. <laughs> he knows that. Yes. He, yeah, he said. Uh, yeah, See? it was a uh, troubled youth. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <yes>. Great. <laughs> That where you learn the demolition derby and shooting guns <laughs> at like a very high accuracy, right? Yeah. Yep. Oh my god. So this this scene's actually pretty badass, I think. This really showed the guy, like, because this is when he reveals himself. Like, I don't even in between this and and then uh, is when he's gone, right? This is where we uh, see him only on a balcony. He has to but he has his, his lair. He has his what? But he has his wife now. Yep. So again, yeah, yeah, at what yeah. point during because every time because throughout the movie we saw conversations that he had with them on the phone and you and we kept going back and forth to the lair. The wife was nowhere. She was still at the house. You know, so when did he have time to go get her in between the camera going to his lair and seeing him staring at his TVs? Yeah. Like he it wasn't a, there was not one point throughout the whole movie that he wasn't looking at the TVs. Not one. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, so, the only like, other time was when he was on the ba- like when she mentioned, oh, we were able to trace whatever the IP address. And do you remember, was it like they traced one of the cameras or something? I forget what it was, but they, traced, they were like, they we were able to get an address. Yeah, yeah, they traced his location I, where they thought he was at. I would say the only time that he wasn't in contact was when they were driving the park in, in, the, in the garage, right? Because then there was just, I don't think that he would. So one, he didn't know that, you know, did he know where they were at that point? Because I don't think he like there was no communication. So. Right. So was that the time that he he's like, all right, I gotta book it now? And he jumped in his car, ran, <laughs> like drove to his house. <laughs> it's like ridiculous. He's out of breath. Uh, you know. <laughs> 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 what what if his lair? What if he's yeah. like the next door neighbor? What are they like the next door neighbor? It, it seems that's like everything's lair. within like a block rate. Like it seems like yeah. They make when, they make it they make it look like it's in a cave. Like like in a like a oh, James yeah. Bond kind of cave, the way he is. But it could probably be the guy's upstairs house. Like because they, they only showed the one area. They didn't show any other area of the lair. Well, I was just going. I, the only thing I, I was going by was like the wet fl- the puddles on the floor. It seemed like it was like we didn't see exactly where it was. But when they got there, <clears throat> right? Isn't that when? Is the lair in the sugar factory? No, 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 no. No. So then he also had time to get there. Yeah. <laughs> no, the lair of- where the other guy was, the guy that he glued the gun to his hands, that was the lair. The judge. Oh, you- yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. Yep. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. 
But I do love when when he calls Nick. This is after they just saved the governor. And this is when Nick is like kind of fed up and he talks shit to him. And he's like, why, why don't we talk face to face? I'd love to see what kind of coward you're something like that. And then I know where he's on the catwalk. And again, uh, Tommy survived his round, you know, which just happens to him twice. He does, he wins round eight. And then, he, and then Dr. Evil still shoots his dad in the chest. And then I love that he's still talking. How does it feel, Tommy? And then he shoots him again. Yeah. And again, like this, this guy's an, an IT guy, right? You know, whatever. He's good with computers, obviously. So, I mean, for the most part, and I don't mean to, if anyone's listening, they're IT people, but they're on a nerdy side. You know, they like the computer stuff and everything. This guy is able to shoot a gun, no problem. He's able to manhandle multiple people and kidnap them. As an, he's an IT guy. Like, like I want to know his backstory. Like, was he ex-CIA? Was he ex-like? Because he exactly. does way he does way too much than just being a computer nerd, right? Like, he, like so, like, what's his backstory? Because are you asking see- for a, a cinematic universe that starts with a prequel <laughs> of Doctor Evil? I'm just saying he's like he could be like a James Bondish kind of guy. Um, I want to know his backstory. He is good because we we I, I scrolled down on my notes. One thing that we forgot is when they Andrew mentioned it before, like the judge. Just so dumb. They shaved the. I don't. Think, I think the judge in the flashbacks was bald anyway. But it seemed like they picked a little bit more to look like Doctor Evil because they had a photo of him, and they are all pointing a gun at this guy that walks out, and. The guy's not talking, and then the young detective shoots him. And then everybody starts shooting, the, and the girl's like, "Hold your fire!" Like, what the hell is happening? It, it, it reminded me of Police Academy when they were in that store, and then I think it was like Sweet Chuck start, like, shot oh, one, in the and then, swing, and then the and, lamp store, yeah, yeah, the lamp store, and everybody started shooting like just because of a one person <laughs> shot. <laughs> but it was just so silly, and then yeah. this is what Doctor Evil does that's so great. Was even before. Oh, this is when he. This is how the scene starts. He calls the detective's phone. So then Nick answers it, thinking it's going to be that. And and his first line before he reveals himself was, "Hey, the police just took care of round nine for you." So he was banking on a police officer shooting, and not making sure that you know. Yeah, Mm -hmm. kill someone. So like again, another like this has to happen you know and there's no like every i think i think every stage was a guess i don't think there was one sure thing <laughs> yes because he had a guess that the young detective when when he's yes. on facetime with them he's on a a zoom conference he uh reveals that the young detective hit i love that there was footage of yeah. the guy <laughs> evidence that was clearly labeled evidence into a paper shredder and you know what's funny it wasn't like movie footage like it wasn't like us yeah, yeah, I know. Scene. it was like no. a weird dutch angle yeah, like on a yeah. desk and he was like yeah. and he was like, did, it, did, did, did it say evidence just said evidence it on did. it like it didn't say like you know evidence for what case or whatever it just said the word evidence <laughs> It was a prop <laughs> folder that they got at the dollar store or something. It was just so silly. And then oh. this is the same thing because Dr. Evil's wife was pretty attractive. He knew that this young detective would be like horny for a photo and pick up the digital 
thing and stare and stare and stare until it blew up and turned into a bomb. It went from a photo to start counting backwards from five. Again, so he's an explosion expert. He's he's an he's a computer expert. He's obviously could shoot well, so Mr. he's a marksman. Yep. So like, but he's an IT guy. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. All right. God, and then just before this, it's so weird. All this thing, it, it, it happens so fast in five minutes. Tommy turns on Randy Orton, even though, hey, you know, Dr. Evil just killed your dad right in front of you. I was going to say, why? What's in the back yeah. of the neck? Why would he, at this point, what does he have to lose? I mean, like, wouldn't you want yeah. his help? You know, like, you just, he just killed your dad. So why are you still listening to him? Like, yeah. hey, listen, the way Tommy acts the rest of the movie, because he, he you know, he literally laughs in the in, in Dr. Evil's face later on. Like, he's like, he, like, he, he doesn't help his case at all. Like, it, it made no sense that he turned on, turned on him. Yeah, I know. I, he, like, I, unless, he see, it, would work, time. it would work if his father was still alive, right? Yeah. Then, then, I, then I could see it. But the fact that he killed his father, it just makes no sense why he's listening to the bad guy. Yeah, and his round is good, round 11. So what was round 10? Round 9 was was round 10 him murdering his dad, like shooting the governor? It makes no sense. Well, round 9 was the judge. What was 10? Round 10 was the shooting, yeah, shooting the, his father. Or was 10, uh, you know, Tommy tasering Nick, maybe? Well, well yes, because that's his, that's his round. Or yeah, He gets a yeah, lot but, of rounds. He, he well, saved yeah, his dad round 8. And then his dad died, but then he has well, the phone call for him. What was the phone call? Seven? That well, the phone call was top. after seven. Phone call was after okay. seven. That was the day so seven. Okay, so round seven and a half was when he got the phone call <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. That's for a future. So, like, you combine seven and a half with eight, nine and a half, and that makes a full round because nine and a half is when <laughs> no, he, yeah. that he, that he tases uh, Nick. Okay. Yeah. And then round funny. 11 is his own. And we never utter the, do, do they utter the words 12th round? Or does he say this is the last round? No, well, the 12th round would have been him. Okay, okay. So are we in the car at this point? No, no, we're not. We're not. But I'm saying. Okay, okay. But I'm saying, wouldn't that have made sense? This whole movie is led up to let's announce rounds. You're in this round. We do this round. What do you say? Hey, Nick, this is the last round. I don't know if. I think I I thought he said final round. I think he said final round. I think he said final round. Final round. Yeah. But uh, so back to the oh my god, dude! When again, the the chance that his plans are getting bad because uh, he gives this guy a fifty fifty shot. Here are two bottles of your favorite alcoholic beverage. Okay, first of all, like Tommy's acting. First of all, you know they both had the poison in there or whatever. Like there's no way no, they didn't. He, they didn't. Oh, neither one had it. No, I think one did, one didn't. That's why when Tommy started drinking, he was like, look, 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 look. Yeah, I know that. And then he was like, I'm alive. I survived. And then that's when he got pissed off and dumped it all over him. Wait a second. Yeah, but I don't know if poison happened right away like that. I I don't think so so, either. Right. So the way Dr. Evil reacted, he was like, shit, I guessed wrong. He was going to shoot him anyway. I mean, but when you're sitting in that chair, you're, you're at this point, like, would you, like, mock the guy that has a gun to your face the way Tommy no. was? Like, he's laughing. Ah, I win. Like, like, why would you do that? You know, you, you, I mean, like, you're, you're only going to get him more angry. You know, so, yeah. I'd be such a I would, wuss. Like, I could sit here and say, like, man, I'd be so tough. I'd be talking shit to him. I'd be like, please don't. Uh, you know what? 
I would pretend I died from the poison. <laughs> oh, wait. No, no. That'd be great. You do that. And then the bad guy's like, oh, that's great. I'm a little thirsty. And then he drinks it. Well, he, he goes, dies. or he goes, that's funny because there was no poison in there. <laughs> oh, and you're like, Shit. I know you're faking. I know you're faking. See, that would be a scary movie moment. That's I would be. They should do that. Like, I think they have done uh, Brian Thompson, uh, the great bad guy and so much. I remember he directed one that was, I guess, sort of like that. That'd be good if they did like a commit, like, I guess, Last Action Hero did that. Like, Arnold did that in the face of it, like being right, really right, right. silly. But that'd be really funny. Hey, I didn't even poison that. Hey, I barely punched you. <laughs> and he's, he's trying to see if he's he's sleeping, like he's dead or f- faking it. So he's like gets a feather, tries tickling him, or yeah. he does all these different. <laughs> <laughs> that is good, man. That was that whole thing, man. Up. I love that. How about the how about the part of this movie or in the six month lead up of this that Doctor Evil like went to the club that Tommy was drinking at and then left Murder's wife to steal the sign or purchase the sign. Or have to go to someone with a picture of the sign and be like, hey, can you make this sign? How do you know what club Tommy went to? Oh, I'm and, sure it was in the court case. They probably said, okay, oh, where were you coming okay. from? Okay. My guess is Tommy probably went to a multiple places. Oh, that he, night. Was he, he, he doesn't see the. Was. I was say, he doesn't seem the type to just hang out in one place the entire night. So he just randomly said, you know what? You know, even if Tommy went to four clubs, he just picks the one that he wants to go to and kill that valet. Like, you know, like, yeah, what if, you yeah. know, like, I mean, uh, you know, because again, that, that whole thing, like, how would you know what valet's working that day? You, he, that much detail to find that that day, that hour, this is the valet and, you know. Or what yeah. if the valet was on the schedule, but he didn't show up and another guy and was, someone else. was the one that let him go. Was, so this guy got murdered. This. <laughs> this guy got murdered. He didn't even go to work that night. <laughs> you know what? Dr. Evil doesn't care. He, he just became a serial killer. It doesn't matter who's killing he needed so, the rounds. Yeah. He needed to fill the rounds. That's, yeah, that's what so he needed. It doesn't matter. <laughs> he can only he only could fill up nine rounds because he gave away a few. The cops were able to do one. He's skipping rounds. He's like, you know, can we just get this over with? Wouldn't it be funny after the sixth round? He's like, guys, let's just go to the end. Can we just get <laughs> if, in the car? If you think about it, this is the, the probably the most impressive plan by a, a villain ever. Like the fact that he did it all by himself, he relied on no like everybody to fall in, like to work perfectly, and the plan worked perfectly. Like this is the best plan on, I think I've ever seen a villain do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, you know what? He should be on like the Mount Rushmore. Like, but again, what does he do wrong? Just like every bad guy, you get the greatest plan so elaborate took him like a you know six months to plan out, but. The bomb's going to take two minutes to go off. It's a lot of time that Randy Orton, who's not only a little scrawny guy, and you use just zip ties. You can't put other things around him, chain him to the seat, you know, use what they did, use at the end of Jason Lives, like big giant chains. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm just going to yeah. use this. That's it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Or get an well, SUV that has like a thing to block so they, or drive a limo so then yeah, he can't he, jump he's through. He's no way. Correct. Correct. They, but they don't think ahead. They, they, they and, you know, like, again, like, why do you have to wait that long? Like, at that point, like, there was way too much chatter. Like, if, if his end plan was to, like, like, kill them, 
why did it wait so long? Just do it right away with the car. Like you could have crashed yeah. so many different times. And all right, we got to talk about this whole car thing because this entire scene is like so ridiculous. What like, do you mean the that he has a thing that he installed in the car that is a smiley face when he turns the bomb on? <laughs> well, I was talking about more the fact that, you know, one, I already mentioned the fact that this guy is driving with one hand and holding Randy Orton down oh, with the other hand. And Randy Orton's like swinging like this. He can't he can't even get get out. But the fact that Randy Orton does break through the ties, but he shoots the back door off. How did that happen? He shot twice, like as if there's like two hinges that are holding the back door off. And he nailed both of them and the entire door flew off. And like, he hit the glass. That That's all you do is shoot the glass. Is that possible? The whole door no. to fall off? Right. No. Okay. Okay. So you got that. Then you got the fact that, okay, this car is going, what, 80 miles an hour? And you're telling me, one, he rolls out before his wife does. He, how does he know? How does he know the wife's going to get a chance to do that? Number one. First of all, I almost think you're going to die. You're rolling out of a car 80 miles an hour. You, you're landing on your face, your back. Like, you're not surviving that. I mean, or if you are, you're going to be mangled. Like, that's, you know. But he he did it without his like you would think he'd send his wife first jump honey jump and then yeah you go. because what if she doesn't jump it's like jumping right. off a train or jumping something that's moving what if you're like ah or what if what if again he he left her in the car with a serial killer I mean literally like the guy could have like drove off with her like you know like yeah so that was selfish yeah they were going eighty but when they did that stunt scene they were going seven. Because they were well, rolled out so casually. So casual and not one mark on them at the end of the movie. No, no. Like nothing. Like no ripped clothes. You would think like something like that. <laughs> Again, you're going to have some damage. Nothing. Yeah. And not only that, they were smiling at the end of the movie. Like, you know, again... I mean, obviously the car's in a crash. It blows up and the guy's in... Which, was that his plan to die with it? Like the crash? Or yeah, was that he part wanted of it, to or? die. He wanted to okay, die. so he wanted yeah. to die. Okay, so that was the final round. Okay, well, so then he wins. He did do the final round. He died in the car. Okay, but the fact that there, again, multiple people died throughout this movie, multiple crashes and damages throughout the whole city, and the cheat, the, the cop, the woman cop, the Nick and his wife, and they're all smiling. Oh, like, I know. Like, a, like, like it's a happy ending. <laughs> like this is this is great. Like literally, there's about there's about. There's probably about eight deaths in the whole movie. And like, like how many things are destroyed, you know, that, that city's going to have to pay for it and everything else. Big like, tax the, bill. It's going to be pushed the, down onto the pack, the middle class. And, <laughs> and nothing. And this guy's not getting punished at all for anything. No. And I do another great, like the, he had some opportunities, some great lines. And this is one where he really delivered Dr. Evil. Like I thought all of his lines were great, but just one liner wise. She says, go fuck yourself. And he goes, honey, that's exactly what I intend to do. And then that's when he pressed the button that put yeah. a smiley face. And that, But the thing that was very disappointing with all of this technology, I was hoping when the bomb went off, it turned into like a frowny face, but it just turned red. So it was still uh. smiling, but red versus blue. And, and again, why the timer? Like, you know, you mentioned that. Like, if you have the, the capability to blow something up, like, do it right now. Jump out and whatever. Like, jump out with the, the, the receiver and then push it when yeah. you're out of the car. Like, why Like why do you need, a t like, a timer on it? So the only explanation is because, remember, he called 911 and he advised him that there's going to be an accident 
coming up very soon. <laughs> yeah. So he gave him a heads I mean, up. Yeah. So we gave him two minutes to get to that intersection, assuming there's no traffic, assuming that he can get there in two minutes. I, I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> That's that's the only thing I can think of. That he was planning. Uh, now, okay, you know what? I think you're right there. I think you know he wanted to give the ambulance time to get there. Yeah. You're right. Or he wanted the ambulance like, people to blow up because he was going to yeah. tell them to be there, and then they yeah. were going to okay. Past and he was going to blow up. Yeah. What ambulance is going to drive? Uh, drive? Listen to a nine one one call where someone says there's going to be an accident. Okay, there's no accident. So why would the ambulance even leave? Like you know, there's, there's obviously some crazy guy calling. You know, I would first of all, I would assume the police is going to show up. You know, there's a crazy guy or something, but yeah. Okay. The lady detective's there. She's there. She's she's watching the whole thing. Where was she that she got there that fast? Like, well, no, I mean, again, she, she pulls her car next to him and disrupts it a little bit. Yeah. How? I got you know where to go. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh, my yeah. gosh. And that was okay. the, that. Again, you're right. The movie definitely did go fast, I guess. There was just not a lot going on. This is the shortest notes in like you know, almost five years of doing this. This is like the shortest that I've ever had. Well, think about it. There's basically four characters, right? I mean, it, it, we're not including the, all the dead ones, you know, that you would okay. see them. But there's four. This okay, five characters, including the wife. You got the the two cops. You have Nick. You have the Doc Evil and the wife. That's it. Like there's no other characters, and you're only really looking at three characters throughout the whole movie. So what else is going on? Like there's nothing outside of what, like the whole movie takes place in this car, basically. Yeah. And they yeah. did the big reveal in the middle of the movie too. Which, so they, they, which they, is kind of weird. They put the puzzle together, you know, right after like six, seven, and then there's still another forty-five minutes left in the movie. You're like, what the and, and not only that, I, you know, like they, they, like you said before, they were showing the villain just like you know from the legs, then they show the back of him, like as if it's going to be like a surprise lead later on. Mm-hmm. No, two seconds later, they show his whole face. Like, like they, they were leading as if it's going to be someone, you know, nothing. So you knew who the villain was right off the bat. You knew the, then you knew the story right off the, like the whole reason for it, right in the middle. There's no, there's no excitement. Like it's nothing like there's no suspense ending at the end of the movie. Like, you know how it's going to end. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I was going to use another reference to name him the whole movie, but I thought it'd be very dated. But I think he might've looked more like him. Uh, Paul Schaefer. <laughs> that is pretty dated. But I don't think, I, 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 I don't but, think people would get that reference. I, no, they wouldn't. That's that's pretty funny though. Because <laughs> he had like this the like face of him, like you know, they look like worms. They look like if worms were people. Wait, wait, worms? Yeah, wait, you're saying like the worm. You're saying the guy, the, the the main villain, looks like a worm. Sort of. Have you ever Ooh. seen like the? How creepy the Alice in Wonderland, like the early '90s, like Disney movie. Oh like my god! Like the gosh. caterpillar, maybe. <laughs> yeah, wasn't there a video game about a worm? Earthworm Jim. Earthworm Jim. That was not a <laughs> movie yet. Sonic's doing good. How Super about Booger Mario Man? Brothers. Do, do, do you remember Booger Man? Uh, I remember Booger Man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna get a movie. I I would see that. But Earthworm Jim, I would see. Nicholas Cage is Earthworm Jim. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He'd do it. But yeah, so that was uh, 12 rounds to reload it. We'll go with our action sequel expert guest. Uh, so I think we talked about like the movie throughout like uh like how we how we liked it. So I'll ask you that, of course. Would you recommend somebody watch it? But did you what was your like favorite part of the movie? Take it away, uh, Andrew. 
so the favorite part of the movie was definitely uh, Tommy burning. Uh, I I Tommy thought that burning. was that was a great great uh, death. Uh, it, it was it, it was cool. Uh, I wish they um, they left that to the end though. Um, but uh, no, I, I like that it was short. It was action packed. Um, oh, would would you like the uh, the six degrees of Charles Bronson for this movie? Yes, I would okay. love that. Yes. So the relationship to Randy Orton to Charles Bronson is wow. Sebastian Spence. Sebastian Spence is the governor. The governor was in Family of Cops with Charles Bronson. Family of Cops, 1995 TV movie. <laughs> um, so there we go. That's the time. And you know what? That's why That's why you're on a podcast right now for action movies. Okay? I really, for facts I like that. I thought he was going to go in depth. I thought he was going to be like, <laughs> okay, and then this guy was on. He was a guest spot on you know, Different Strokes with Gary Coleman. Gary Coleman used to know this guy that lived down the street from my uncle. <laughs> it, was like, it was like, yeah, two steps. Two, two steps, is it? Quick, quick. That's, yeah. that's interesting. That's great. That's great that the guy that was in Family of Cops is still acting. The, the well, I, don't know. I, don't, I don't know if still. I mean, when did this movie come out? Oh, that's true. Yeah. I, <laughs> 13, I think. 13. Okay. Yeah. So, considering that we haven't seen the the Doctor Evil and anything else, and I'm assuming the judge is probably like this movie is the killer. It, it, Norton hasn't uh, Orton hasn't made a movie in a while. You know, I know. Since then. Yeah. So this movie just killed everybody. It's done. That's why it's so amazing yeah. with like The Rock and John Cena and Batista. It's yeah. hard. A lot of guys have had that shot, but just didn't work out. No, Kane, Kane has done a few. Uh, you know, I think Edge was in a, but no, those Edge three guys. In money, Edge was in Money Plane that came out like two years ago. He, he was in a couple things, but I think you know what those guys. But you, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, but I think Batista is great. I, I think I do. I think he's very, very funny. Yeah, and I think you know. But yeah, all right. So Jamie, uh, do you uh, would you recommend this movie? Which I think you know the answer to that. But did you have like a favorite like takeaway? Um, I would say besides the movie ending, that was I was I was that was one of my favorite parts. Um, uh, no, not recommended. And if I had to pick, I would say maybe the fight scene with the big boss man. You know, uh, um, I, I don't know. I, I'm like I'm reaching. There's, I mean, I, I there's a lot. really not, there was opportunities. No, there for wasn't. That. It's like there, there wasn't. There should be more fight. I think the lack of henchmen ruined that. Because you know how those was, people they can go against. Well, that's what it is, right? I mean, I would like to see him do like some kind of domino effect and like just take out other people. I would, honestly, when he was fighting the big boss man, I was waiting for an RKO. Me, yeah, I know. They should have thrown that uh, in there. Like or that would have been like kind of move. No, no, but I mean, at least that. Like, I mean, listen. uh What's his name? Uh, Stallone did a, a suplex in uh, Rocky Five, so there's no reason why he could have easily done it. And I think people would have like le- like appreciated that. I think it would have been funny like to do in that scene when he was fighting that guy. That'd be pretty good. And so yeah. our guy uh, Heller. Oh, you didn't is answer his real name. What? You didn't answer the question. I'm gonna, but I'm saying while well, I have it oh. up, Brian Markinson is the actor. Busy guy. Busy guy. He was in Godzilla. He was in like the recent one uh, with King Kong. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, not that one, but no, oh. he was just in Painkiller, the the oh, yeah. miniseries, okay. seven yep. episodes on Mad Men. So yeah, he was on a lot of stuff. Mayor Kingstown. Okay, I saw that. 
Look at that, man. Good for right. him. I liked him. Yeah, no, I would not recommend this movie at all. And I would say probably my, uh, I don't know. Again, there were so many opportunities that we could have had things. And man, I would say just Dr. Evil himself, because I really think for a terrible script, uh, a person, a scene partner, even though it's not like they're really talking on the phone, that just didn't give it back. Like, he just wasn't... Maybe if Randy Orton was a, a different actor, if he was just... Like, I know we talked about this so many times, my favorite type of action movies are the accidental action, you know, the guy that doesn't know anything. He just seemed like he knew how to do too much, maybe because he was jacked. Maybe that's why. You know, I, I think I think you're right. I think if you take this, the guy who played the villain, and, and same kind of character, and you put him in a different movie, you know, he would stand out so much more. You know, and I think uh, because of the movie that it is, you know, he can't get as much credit because um, it just does. But I agree. I think he I, he did do a good job. I thought like you know he was believable. He was you know like he played a good villain. It just the story was awful. Like the whole yeah. story was awful. So, all right. Dire with vengeance. That's exactly what it was. So uh, yeah, Andrew, thank you for coming back. And we got to make sure we need a, more action for the next one. That's what that's <laughs> yep. what we got to do. But. Uh, Thanks, Andrew. So the next sequel that we're going to be covering, this one was a lot of fun. Uh, I talked with actor James Dumont. This guy, like a lot of times when we do these, this was one that uh, there's this PR guy that has hooked us up with some really cool people. So I looked at James' IMDb, and you can only tell a story. You can see, oh, they're in this, they're in that. But just the fact that he grew up in the – he went to high school in Chicago with everyone. John Cusack, you know, all those people were auditioning for the same roles. Then that's how he got his first big job was on a movie that he got beat out by Andrew McCarthy. It was that class movie with Rob Lowe. Like he was going out for the and he's like, man, this freaking guy from New Jersey is the guy they hired, not even like the Chicago guy. Man, his credits are unreal. We're going to be covering he was in Jurassic World. But most people probably know him. If you saw Candy Cane Lane, the new Eddie Murphy Christmas movie, he's in that. Uh, but his big thing is playing Chad on the Righteous Gemstones. And really cool little thing is his son's on the show. And he told me this awesome story about Danny McBride walking into the, him and his son's trailer and saying, man, this is so great, man. I got two DeMond boys on my show. And he's like, dude, you're Danny McBride. That's the cool part of this whole thing. So, yeah, some cool stories. He teaches uh, how do people do self-tapes. So he was – when COVID happened, he was, like, ready for it. Even though it did obviously slow down his work, he was really good at doing that. So he was able to hone his own business uh, – Helping people out because it's hard to do it without without having a director or cast director say, "Hey, try it this way." So no, he a lot of good stuff. But we talked right when the strike was ending, so he had some really cool perspective on a lot of things. So uh, yes, yeah, so that'll be fun. So Jurassic World, that'll be uh, that'll be a good one. I don't know if I saw it. I mean, I, I this is one with Chris Pratt or no? Or this is one of the old ones? No, Chris Pratt. This is the first Chris Pratt. Pratt. Oh, oh, this is the first. This is the first one he did. This is the first one. Yes. This is okay. Like, so yeah, I, this, this is years a, after Jurassic Three. And, okay. Because yeah. I, I I know I saw that one, and then he made like three three other ones. I might have saw the second one. I didn't see the third one. So, but this is a good one, I think. Mm-hmm. Right? Was yeah. This yeah. Pretty this is like good? the first one because it's like it's the yeah. beginning. So they're like the park. It's a music yeah. park, and uh, okay, good cast right. too. Like really funny people on. So yeah. So yeah. don't forget to review, rate, share our podcast. Follow us on all social media at Sequels Only. 
And don't forget to check out our website, sequelsonly.com. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night, guys.